Assalamu alaikum. I'm Khalil Alika. And I'm Zahir Parker. And welcome to AccidentalMuslims.com. So AccidentalMuslims.com is a, a movement, a platform where we showcase present and future leaders to help us live with purpose. And we believe that everybody has a story to tell. This podcast hopes to add value. So welcome and enjoy. Assalamu alaikum. Today we will be uh, profiling the Habibia Archery Club. And today with me, I have a representative of the Habibia Archery Club, Sister Rawia Bule. Assalamu alaikum and welcome, Sister Rawia. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Happy to be here. Alhamdulillah. Well, excellent, excellent. Mm. So, the Habibia Archery Club, I've heard about them before. I think I've seen some flyers around. It sounds very interesting. So, Sister Rabia, can you tell me about uh, how the initiative came about? Um, so, Alhamdulillah, we've been running for two years now, since uh, 2016. Um, how it came about was um, we actually, my husband actually got in contact with the founder or the co-founder of uh, Habibi Archer Club, who is um, Jihad Shamisa. I hope I'm pronouncing his surname correctly. But he's actually the grandson of the late Imam Harun. And, um, That's in, Imam Harun, the, yes, the, the, yes, the, the Viri yeah, Imam Harun, yes. And uh, so he contact, uh, myself, my husband and him were in contact, I think, before that even. But somehow we just never got to meet. So then we moved back from the UK after 10 years. And um, he, uh, Jihad knew that my husband was uh, doing archery in the UK. Well, we as a fra- family were doing archery in the UK. And then they contacted each other in Cape Town. And Jihad said, look, he's been running some classes, but he really wants a club started. Okay. And then uh, we met with him and we just got the ball rolling. It was, uh, he was very happy because it was myself, my husband and my two daughters, mm-hmm. all archery instructors, qualified archery instructors. Wow. Trained in the UK. And you seldom you find the entire family involved. In no, alhamdulillah, no, alhamdulillah, that is what archery is. It's, yeah. You're able to just go in as a family and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was, he was uh, very happy to have us on board. And that's how the, the club started. He already started giving classes. So we, took, we just contacted all the members that you know, went through him. And we formalized the club from in 2016. Okay. So since 2016, it's been um, uh, in existence, the Archery Club. Yes. But, so my next question would be, as I was thinking, is, is there some affiliation with the Abibia, um, with Abibia, the masjid, with the institution itself? How did the name come about? No, actually, because we wanted to get the club going, and we, we threw out ideas, you know, we asked club members to, to come up with ideas. Just nobody could come up with something that everybody agreed upon. And because we were running classes from Habibia Masjid, we thought, okay, let's just settle for Habibia Archery Club in, uh, for, for, you know, for the meanwhile. So it's, been, it's you basically using the land or the, um, the club is using the, the grounds at Yes, at yes, Habibia, basically. Uh, Yes, and then we spoke to the people of the masjid and they didn't have any objections. So we said, okay, let's just leave it at that. You know, for now we will have to go with that because nobody else is coming up with anything else. And um, it just grew with the name, I suppose. But we've got no affiliation to the masjid or the school or anything. It's just the name. Okay. Because of location, I suppose. Okay. 
the 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 the, the archery club. I mean, uh, you've got uh, you've started in twenty sixteen. How many members do you have at the moment besides your family? <laughs> no, um, so Alhamdulillah, like I said, um, when Jihad, when we met with Jihad, he introduced us to the key members. That was to the well, key archers that was part of his group. And we formalized, like, we, we sort of set up a committee. Um, Harun, our chairman, he uh, got all the other members, uh, um, you know, on board and we he contacted them. So Harun has been very instrumental in keeping everything going, basically, okay. as the chairman. Um, the amount of members, I'm not quite sure how many. Harun is over the 100. orthopedic surgeon. Yes, okay. he is. Yes, he is. Yeah. So, um, so then, uh, I think we must we must have about over hundred members. Oh, mashallah. yeah. Wow. Be- well, they're not active, but they're on our on our chat. Yeah. So, um, because uh, so far, I think uh, 2016 was the it was towards the end of 2016 that we started. So we ran I think one or two beginners courses, right. and beginners courses can take up to 15 archers. Right. So, and for 2017, we were really busy. We were really busy. So, you know, it just kept growing. I mean, we had about, I think, six uh, um, beginners courses in 2017. Yes. And um, like I said, it takes uh, 10 to 15 archers. So uh, we could easily have over 100 uh, members. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes um, once the, the archers complete the beginners course, they don't necessarily register as a member, but they come back to do uh, follow up uh, shoots and things like uh, social shoots. Sure. So your, your, um, your membership, if you want to profile your membership, um, of course, uh, Dr. Arun uh, Ahmed is the chairman, you yes. say. So would it be, what are the kind of people that comes in and does this? Uh, is there a variety of it? Because it's not something that well known in the Muslim community. As, uh, as far as I know. No, it's, it's uh, like you said, it's not well known, but the interest is there. So with, with regards to age range or um, whether it's just for men or just for ladies or for children, it's actually across the board because we've had, um, we've had uh, families coming like a mother, father and two children or just a mother and a, uh, and a son or a father and a daughter. So, there's so no would you typically find that the trend is families coming? Um, they had, I would say yes because in if I think oh, back funny. if I think back in most of our uh, beginners courses that we've done thus far, it has been you know two family members whether it's a brother and a sister two okay. sisters, and or um, uh, in fact we have regulars who it's a mother father children and a niece. Yes. So it is. Uh, it's very family orientated. Alhamdulillah. Oh, and like I said, there's no age range. We encourage anybody to come and do it, um, provided they don't have any medical injuries. So, sure, sure. Yeah, so from injuries. what age does it start? We start at the age of 10, simply because um, we find that the concentration of kids younger than 10, um, they can't concentrate on their own. So they need maybe an older brother or a mother or father to be there with them constantly. You do find the mature 9-year-old, but generally 10 years old is our cut-off day, uh, sorry, cut-off age. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, they, generally they start at about 10 years old and yes. they would be for both gender male and yes, female? Yes, because yes. Because I believe you are the head coach for the Ladies, females. yes, yeah. Okay. My, my husband and uh, Harun does the males yeah. and then myself and my two daughters, we do the females. Okay. Uh, they haven't been very active this year, my two daughters, because they're busy with studies. But yeah, when they have time, then they come in and they help out uh, with instructing. And, and, and your classes are how many days a week? 
just on a Sunday the for beginners. Okay. So, so uh, we run a four this week Sunday course. Morning. Sunday morning we run a four week course that's for beginners. So um, on a Sunday we run from eight thirty till eleven. And um, at the same time, we have other club members coming to shoot as well. But they come, you know, they just come for a social shoot. Whereas we run the, the classes for four, week, four consecutive weeks. That's the beginner's course. Once you've completed the beginner's course, you can do a weekly shoot. Um, Tuesdays for men and Wednesdays for ladies. Then that runs after Isha at the Masjid Hall. You see, right, so this is that those are indoors. That's indoors. Gen- so so far we have been running indoors uh, because of the weather also. But if the weather is good, then we do use Habibia Sports uh, Field just next to the masjid. Yes, that's the primary school. The school the, and the orphanage. orphanage. Yes, yes, that, that that's the field. Yeah. So when the weather is good, that's our field, and you can when when you drive past on a Sunday morning, you'll see the targets out, the arches okay. on the line. So excellent. Yeah. Uh, the nice thing that I mean that 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 I see from the sport is that uh, or your particular club is that it's very family orientated. You can bring along your your kids, so yep. so you can even have a scenario where grandparents brings their grandkids. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We've like I said, there's no age limit uh, to um, you know to the archers yep. who join the club. Um, provided they don't have any bone disease. What a fantastic, or, um, what a fantastic bonding experience for a family. Yes, can, absolutely. Can, I mean, if, if, if we should touch on that, can you tell me how it came about that yourself, your family actually got involved in archery? Well, we always, uh, we're very grateful for the opportunities we got in the, uh, in the UK when we were there. Uh, one of this was actually an initiative by an Islamic society, which right. we know as MSA, yes. they know it as ISOC. So Bristol ISOC, we were based in Bristol for the 10 years. Bristol ISOC was um, running the, uh, the offer to, for, for people to experience archery. Yeah. And Abdul Basit saw the, the ad and he, we took it up. Mm-hmm. So it was just by chance, my kids started first, Abdul Basit took the kids and they loved it. And I had no idea what, was, what they were on about yeah. until I tried it for myself. So um, thanks to Abdul Basit's friend Anas, we got involved in archery. He arranged with the local um, uh, archery club, uh, Godena Archers, and they ran a six-week course. We joined, you know, and we, further than that, we, you know, we loved it. The kids loved it. Yeah. So then I think it was in the same year that we joined Scouts. Yes. So uh, Scout, I don't know if you know, but Scouting is very big in the UK. Especially Muslim scouting. Mm-hmm. So we joined the first Bristol Muslim Scouts. Okay. And fr- we then, that was in 2009. And then 2010, we got to go for a, the instructor's course. And that was even m- more amazing because then we got to work with the scouts, the younger scouts. Yeah. And, you know, f- the scouting family there, it's amazing. That's, that, if, you think, if you're looking for um, a family-orientated um, social uh, activity for your kids other than archery if you think archery is good you must see scouting okay. it's all about the fab well, well I'm, I'm, I'm naive I've into both sports <laughs> yes. both yeah. activities yeah I know uh, scouts I think scout um, you know archery was a bonus to be able to give that back to scouting so we would have the different age groups and we because we were qualified instructors 
we could give it over to other scout groups I besides us. the skills are applicable in both? Uh, yes, all the, all, sorry, all the scouts uh, in the UK, they, when you go on a camp, you always do archery. Yes. So to have um, an archery instructors within your group was a good uh, asset. So the fa- myself, my husband, there was another uh, one uh, of the scout leaders, he was an uh, instructor as well, and then my two daughters. So to have that within your group was a, you know, you could you could do events with other scout groups, mm. non-Muslim or Muslim scout groups. So the bond just becomes more. Yeah, I must be honest, it sounds, it sounds so interesting that I think I'm going to come and check it out, inshallah, <laughs> with my family. Can you tell me what would the, would, would the challenges be of, of the sport, I mean, for newbies like myself? Uh, what would the challenges be? Um, let me think. Uh, well, you, this, I, can't, I can't think of anything offhand that is going to be challenging because you, you come there, you, we give you the instructions as to how to hold a bow, how to load the bow, um, things like that. So I don't think there's, I, like I said before, unless there is, the, unless there are major or uh, some medical, um, you know, uh, injuries that we, yeah, injuries that we need to know of, maybe uh, lower back problems or uh, things like osteoporosis. Sure. Um, then that would be a, a hindrance. But if ten year olds can pull a bow, then you know you don't need a lot of. Um, physical strength, unless you, you, your intent, your goal is to to make this your sport. Okay. Then you need training, you need to have, because a lot of people when they pick up the bow, they think, okay, I can just pull this bow. Sure. But you need to warm up like for any other sport sure. and you need to have good um, upper body strength. Yeah. Mus- definitely people are misled by the muscles that they use. They always think you need to have a lot of strength in your arms, yes. but it's not only your arms. The muscles between your two shoulder blades play a vital role. Sure, sure. So, um, I think every sporting code you are particularly focusing on certain muscle groups. Yes. Yeah, yes. And, and the archery would yeah. be no different. Yes, uh, um, that, that's why some, some people will. Uh, we've had cases where people actually go out and buy their bows. Yes. And they don't know how to do archery. And they buy a bow that they can't pull. Yes. So the reason why you need to warm up is because uh, sometimes the the tension on the bow is so high that you can't pull. You can actually hurt yourself. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And if you come to any of our classes, you'll notice that the first thing we do is warm up. My my que- my next question would have been, uh, you touched on it, the equipment. I mean, when you come to a class, of course, uh, is the equipment there? Uh, of course, you would have to. It's it's purpose purposely for the individual. I mean, how does it work? Yes, uh, we have the equipment um, that anybody can use. So what happens is uh, generally everybody uses the same equipment to start off with. So the what we call is the pound the tension on the bow is um, referred to as the poundage of the bow. Okay. So uh, everybody starts off with the same um, poundage, right? Depending on your age, uh, the, the younger children will start off on a lower poundage, uh, all, well, the adults will start on, on a higher poundage, higher than the children. So I'll give you an example. Uh, the children will start off maybe on 12 pounds, right? That's the tension of the bow. Adults will start off on 16 to 18 pounds. More advanced archers will, start, will, will be using already 30 pounds. 28, 30 pounds. So as you become more efficient in the 
in the sport, your poundage will increase. And the poundage increases because your distance will increase. So when you start off, you start off with a lower poundage and a very short distance, like 10 meters. Right. As you go up after maybe a year, two years, three years, you could go up to 30, 36 pounds to 50 meters, 70 meters. And your distance increases. Yes. Okay, so our, at the moment, our four-week uh, beginner's course is uh, 600 rand. And then afterwards, you have the option of joining the club. Uh, the club fee at the moment is 200 rand uh, per annum for adults and 100 rand for students per annum. Then also you have um, different categories of uh, session fees. So if you once you've completed your beginner's course, which is 600 rand, then you can come back at any time when there's a session running. So you either pay a fee um, where you have no equipment, so you're using basically using the club's equipment, and or you have a fee using your own equipment. Okay. So it's 200 rand per annum. Per annum. So once of uh, fee. Yes. And then per, you have, well every yeah, year. Yeah. Yes. Your, 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 sorry, your per annum. And then you have of course the 600 rand fee which is for four weeks. Yes, that's for four weeks, yeah. And that, that includes usage of the yes, equipment. Yes, that includes. And, right. Yeah. We, and after they uh, the archers finish the beginners course, we encourage them not to buy the own equipment unless they know they need to come back maybe six months they must come back for six months consecutively yes. uh, every every week you know and improve on the technique the skill then we'll say okay maybe if you want to now you can buy an entry-level bow um, at the moment I think um, you get the sets with the bow the um, the arrows and a few other bits that you, you need that you definitely need and uh, it's between three and four thousand rand for the kit, right. so that's entry level. But like I said, once the archers finish the beginner's course, we don't we tell them not to buy just yet, mm. because you don't know how far you're going to progress. And the beginner's course is the four week course. The four week course, okay. yes. Right. At the moment, uh, Alhamdulillah, at the moment um, we are encouraging our uh, members to in, enter Western Province competitions because okay. we registered with Western Province and with SANA, the South African uh, Archer. Association. Can you tell me what what would the, the ethos of the club be? Oh, interesting. Um, well, um, Jihad always, uh, when we met him and we attended some of his classes, his um, I would say his basis was always revive a sunnah. So uh, from that, we just, we just took it from there, you know. Uh, our club is open to Muslim and non-Muslim alike. But for the Muslims... Do you uh, have any non-Muslims attending? Not at the moment, I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so. So, um, uh, for, for our Muslim uh, archers, we always remind them that, you know, once they've started the Sunnah, it's not a good idea to leave it, so they should be coming back. And then uh, uh, we do, in the beginner schools, uh, Harun will go through hadith related to archery, and we'll remind them about, you know, when you read the seerah, uh, Specific Sahaba have been mentioned specifically for the archery skills. You know, they were you, they will mention the Sahaba and say he was an archer. Mm. So I, I, I see there's some uh, there's some importance or some weight to being an archer. With you know from being a Muslim and being an archer, there's some weight to that. And then Harun will also mention about uh, the various bow that the bows that the Prophet had. So we, we try and encourage people to 
think of this not just as a sport, sure. but as a sunnah. And but, but technically speaking, I mean, it's not a bow and arrow as such, right? I right. mean, uh, archery is slightly different between a... I mean, I think it's you use crossbows. Yes, crossbows and these compound bows. The, so the recurve bows is definitely different. And only once you've shot uh, with a, a compound bow, mm. you, you can feel the difference. So if you speak to um, an experienced or uh, seasoned rugby player or soccer player, football player, they will tell you how passionate they are and why they're passionate about it. So because we, uh, alhamdulillah, we've got, we got the opportunity to do archery at various um, places. We, when we were doing it in the UK, it was mostly outdoors on massive open fields. Yes. And when you're on the archery range, you'll only know what I'm talking about once you've experienced it. Yes. So even though we went as a family, you're doing your own thing. Yeah. You feel like you're on the archery range by yourself. Yes. And uh, I once I started doing because archery... Once, it, once you're out there on the range with your equipment, it's only you, you yes. and your yes. equipment. Yes. And then once you, uh, you've been doing it for a while, you realize how much it is like your solar. Wow. And anything that uh, distracts you. very interesting. Because anything that distracts you mm. on the archery range is the same like anything that distracts you when you're in solar. You will be, once you, once you learn it and do it, uh, you, you practice it for a long time, mm. you'll realize when you're standing on the archery range, it's actually, you're supposed to position yourself as you're in solar. Mm. Shoulder width apart, centered, weight centered, right? Then also, uh, when you're pulling back, when you go down for sujood, you're actually supposed to feel the muscles between your shoulder blade. That's the, the correct position of shajud. Yes. So when you're pulling back on your on your bow, you actually feel that muscles working. Wow. wow. So um, yeah, I've I've. I mean, there's many things that can also influence that. They're supposed yes. to be breathing. You know? Exactly. Exactly. There's there's a lot of things that um, we could probably do another session on on just the the, the, the technical aspects of archery, mm. because as we tell our archers. I think what they don't um, always get, some of them do and some of them don't, is that when we do the beginner's course, it's actually just the basics. It's yes. just the bare basics because there's so much more to archery than just what we teach in the, in the uh, course. So, Sir Aria, we there's an interesting initiative um, that you also are involved with um, that's coming up called um, Charity Week. Okay, can we touch on, on, on that a bit? Okay, yes, Alhamdulillah, that, that is um, where we actually, um, uh, where we actually are happy to be part of Charity Week. Mm. Uh, as it was introduced to us, Charity Week is an international initiative mm. to help needy children and orphans. Yeah. And when it was presented to us informally last year, um, I don't think anybody on the committee even second thought, I gave it a second thought, they just said definitely we're on board. Yes. So then this year it came to our, uh, it was presented to us um, officially, you know, uh, by Charity Week International, and um, we it we it gave us a chance not only to show people what we can do as an archery club, but it gave us an opportunity to teach our club about what is out there. Mm. Well, so how and we Charity can... Week International is being is partnering up the implementing agent would be Islamically. Yes. Yes. Charity Week is, uh, this is how it was explained to us, is a volunteer-driven uh, initiative of Islamic Relief. So they run 
by themselves. They organize everything themselves. And the funds goes directly to Islamic Relief, the orphans and the needy children. And that is for Islamic Relief South Africa? Well, no, that's just international. I see. It's international. Okay. At the moment, uh, we are fortunate to have uh, had four of Habibia Archery orphans be part of the beginner's course. So what what we we try to encourage is uh, we put it out there when the club advertises for itself. We include... um, the outreach programs, which which are, um, you know, sponsor an orphan, yes. sponsor an orphan, and that's that's completely separate from Charity Week. It's got nothing to do with Charity Week. It's just the club's initiative, mm-hmm. so people can uh, of the community can sponsor an orphan uh, to come and do the beginners course. Sure. And then also we have uh, one of and our on that, What's the cost of that? Same you? same cost. It's six hundred rand for four weeks because okay. it's being sponsored. Um, we we don't change the the cost. We do have. Um, what's oh, the what's the response from the community been like? Alhamdulillah, it's been good because, like I said, the, we had four orphans spo- sponsored last year. <laughs> this year we had some uh, issues with our venue because sometimes the hall is booked, so we couldn't take on uh, that many beginners. Right. So, but we do have a waiting list. So, Alhamdulillah, the, the, that uh, program is running. And then also we have uh, one of our club members, uh, she's hearing impaired. Okay. So uh, hopefully, inshallah, we will have her trained up a- actually as an instructor. So we'll reach another part of the community. Yeah. With her skills, we will reach another part of the community. Um, Alhamdulillah, we're fortunate to have the, those initiatives running as well. Excellent, excellent. So um, along with along with the, the, the... So part of the club's ethos, of course, is to... To reach out to uh, to the underprivileged, there's a connection, as you've told me, uh, between the salah and archery, which is fantastic. Yes. So it teaches you then balance. It teaches you then. Um, you were saying the implementation of the sunnah. Something very interesting that you've mentioned there. Yes, Subhanallah. The thing is, like I said, it's only once you've you actually tried out and you have that in mind that you want to do this because it's a, a sunnah. Right? So once you have that intention and um, Jihad and Harun, they always uh, reminding the archers in you, your intention. So once you have that intention, you, you can actually draw a lot of links to how does this benefit me as a Muslim. Mm-hmm. So uh, when, you, uh, when you think of yourself, you know, in your prayer, how much concentration you have, you'll, re- you'll remind yourself that this is how much concentration I need when I'm doing archery. Mm-hmm. It's also what people don't see. It's also a very disciplined sport. So as Muslims, we have to be disciplined. And uh, um, I like, actually like to talk about the point of discipline because people... Excuse the pun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah because, the, you know, discipline, when they say, uh, when, if, if somebody says, you know, when you talk about how disciplined are we as Muslims. So with that you'll say well actually we are quite disciplined we are very disciplined if we get up for fajr every morning if we are making our five uh, uh, salahs you know on time every day that takes a lot of discipline yes. so the same as your discipline in your prayers in your fasting every year that te- islam teaches you how to be disciplined you won't have any problems on the archery range in being disciplined sister Robbie. Um, I'm very excited uh, bringing my family along to sure. the Abibia Archery Club. Um, I wish you everything of the best with the club and all its members. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I hope to see you soon. Thank you very much for this interview. It's been an absolute pleasure um, to to be enlightened more about archery. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us. So that's it for today's show. We hope we added value. We hope you enjoyed it. But most of all, we hope our guest has inspired you to live with purpose. Don't forget to send us your suggestions via info at accidentalmuslims.com. If you know anybody out there that is inspiring, that's leading, that's living with purpose, please uh, do contact us. And remember, feedback is our oxygen. So follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed. God bless. Assalamu alaikum.